What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's me, it's the big guy, KG. Thursday morning, wind up. Uh, just got to get something off my chest. Um, <clears throat> I made a statement online last week. And I said, you know, for those of you that think that RFK should be torn down because it's an eyesore and it doesn't belong in the city, you just let me know you're not from the city. And I, st I stand by that because if you've listened to the show, which I'm sure you have, you know how I feel about RFK Stadium and historic sites, period. Uh, I, I always felt that they should never, they should have never tore down Memorial Stadium in Baltimore, but they just tore down the facade. The field is still there. You know? It's a, uh, I think it's called Cal Ripken Field. I think that's one of the fields that was dedicated to Cal Ripken. But you listen to this show, you know how I feel about RFK Stadium. I've talked about it ad nauseum. I've written about it a couple of times. You know, just what what should be. You know, I've always called for Washington to come back to D.C. Because we were successful in D.C. But when it comes to RFK Stadium, it's more along the lines of the events that happen there. And it's not just the football events. It's the events of the concerts, uh, the baseball events, soccer. We had the World Cup there. Um, and then the, 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 the festivals, the WHFS Festival. Um, the, 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 the DC 101 Chili Cook-Off. Uh, 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 for those of you that are in the in in soul music, the Stone Soul Picnic in August every year was at RFK Stadium. First time I ever seen Chuck Brown perform. I wasn't old enough to see him perform at the club because you had to be 25 and older. I wasn't 25 yet. I was about 19, and he performed at the Stone Soul Picnic. And my mom took me there and I watched, I said, my mother took me to see Chuck Brown perform for the first time. My mom took me to see the great Chuck Brown perform at RFK Stadium for the first time. I uh, heard Marion Barry, the mayor for life, Marion Barry speak at the same event. You know, I, I got my own personal memories, but I know many others had their own personal memories too and I, I always say you had to live in that time but if you didn't that's okay if you did we lived in a, in a pretty rough time dangerous time but boy we had a lot of fun and we had fun safely but one thing you can say is that team that, that, that good old burgundy and gold them Washington Redskins of the 70s and 80s and the early 90s that played at RFK Stadium brought this city together, especially them winning years. And you 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 held on for dear life. And I always say I grew up with a, in a winning tradition when it comes to the Redskins. They weren't the commanders then, they were the Redskins. And I grew up in a winning tradition. RFK, they were 11-1 and one in the playoffs. Five NFC Championship games, five NFC Championship wins in that stadium. You know, it's a lot there. And I've, I've said it 
time and time again, you could take that site, strip it down to bare bones, you know, do some, some soil testing and things, see what you can hold. And if you can, build a, a, a 65, 70,000 seat stadium for Washington to play in. If they want to, I never wanted to move to PG County in the first place. I, I never did because it, it just seemed so awkward playing at FedEx, FedEx Field because you had now, granted, when they moved in, you had Landover Mall across the street. And I was like, okay, if you're smart, you put, you know, you revitalize Landover Mall at the same time, you build Landover Mall up as you're building the stadium up. That way the mall's getting traffic and revenue and everything every time it's an event. You got restaurants and bars and, and things like that right there. But they didn't do that for various reasons. My lovely wife says because of the area and what you have going on in the area. And, you know, it was a high traffic area, sometimes a high crime area at one point. I get that. That's why I always say, why would you put the the the, the, the stadium right there? But around where RFK was, was pretty a high, high crime area in the 80s, too. You know, but. You still had a stadium been there since 61. You know, they're saying they're going to tear this stadium down by next year. And, you know, I had a guy comment on my post, say, you know, it's an eyesore. Like, what is it? What's the purpose of it? And they, they, they didn't, ain't, ain't nobody ever did nothing with it. it. Ain't nobody ever played in it in 20 years. Well, the Nationals left in 08. Has it been 08? The Nationals left. The um, the DC United was the last team to leave. They left in 2017. And then, of course, you know, everything went in a kind of sort of disrepair. I get that. I get that wholeheartedly. And I, I asked dude, I said, you know, where you from? He could. He said Uptown. I was like, Uptown where? What street? Couldn't name a street. Dog, you're not from here. You don't understand the power of that stadium. The magic that it holds. So don't tell me what's an eyesore. If you don't even live in the area, you never grew up in the area. You just saying that because everybody else saying it. And it, the, most of the people saying it are transplants and it's nothing wrong with transplants everywhere you go somebody's gonna be a transplant from somewhere else it's gonna be some you know everybody's not from the area i get that my wife says why does it bend you out of shape i said because people want to move in and immediately change the status quo of what things are the good things i can understand having ideas about changing things that are wrong and bad get that but so much is being changed by people from outside of the city. The good things, you know, RFK Stadium is a part of D.C. Just like Chuck Brown, Marion Barry, Ben's Chili Bowl, Chinatown, you know, the Metro. That's that's D.C. That's all D.C. You know, that's a part of D.C. You know, go go music. The official music of Washington, D.C. Okay? And you got people that come in and try to change that. Like, I, my wife said, you get bent out of shape. Because of that, I said, yes. Because you have people coming in wanting to crank corner to stop playing go-go music, which they've been playing for like 25 years. 
on that corner every day until it's at least seven o'clock. You know, you walk down Florida Avenue and you go to uh, from Florida Avenue, the corner of Florida Avenue and Georgia Avenue. That's the crank corner on the op, you know on the opposite side, Chuck Brown Way and Florida Avenue. It's crank corner. They pump nothing but go-go music all day long on a big speaker outside. Oh, it's just a it's a nuisance. It's a disturbance. Ain't been a disturbance in 25 years. What are you talking about? What 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 are you, what are you saying? You know that's how I took it. That's my personal feeling. What are you saying? Who are you talking to? Who 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 said it's a disturbance? Because we didn't say it was a disturbance. We're from here. We know what it is. You know? Oh, but it's people sleeping and who live right there? Now they start to put apartments up right now, but like who who live right there that don't know that the crank corner don't the crank corner goes until seven o'clock. You know? Buskers. The the people that sing and, and, and play music at the metro station for money. Oh, y'all are making so much noise. We need to get y'all away from here and stay away from you. You're just being a nuisance. To who? Man, it's a cat outside of uh, Gallery Place, Chinatown. And the dude has a falsetto voice that you say to yourself, why the hell didn't he have a record deal? I listened to this dude sing... Eddie Kendricks, I've listened to him sing Maxwell, and I'm like, you just stand there, oh, it's trumpet players. Uh, uh, you got, it was a, at one point in time as a dude, and I think they were his uh, his cousins and his son, and they played buckets, and they had skills. They just played buckets, and they had skills. I mean, you had people going to the zoo, you had people stop. Catch the rhythm, know the song, take requests, and they would get it in. Never been a nuisance. It's a, it's, it's like the heartbeat of the city. It's something that we seen. We know it's there. It's always been there. We always expected to be there. Now, granted, times change. I get that. However, you're trying to change things that are that make the city unique. It make the city what it is. RFK Stadium is a part of this city's DNA. RFK Stadium is a part of this city's makeup. Now, let's let's talk hypothetical before I get out of here. You take and you tear down RFK Stadium, like they say. What you gonna put there? They've all. It looked like they already got a soccer field set up out there somewhere. And I always find that crazy. I say, you know, we're in a city, and growing up, we didn't have too many ice rinks too many baseball fields you know growing up we had a few but they they were lumpy and they weren't really really good now most of us in our 30s and 40s some of us 50s and 60s and all we ever wanted when we were younger basketball courts with lights it's maybe five <laughs> basketball courts with lights marvin gay park is one uh I can't think of the other four, but I'm saying maybe five that I know of that I played on uh, over there on uh, South Capitol by uh, down the street from National Stadium. I think they got lights. And then they also got a baseball field, a tennis court. They got lights for everything, not just one or the other. They got lights for everything. But all we wanted was a basketball court with lights. Can't find that, can't get that, right? 
You got this soccer field over there where RFK is now, right? When they tear RFK down, hypothetically, you know what they're going to put there? And this is just my opinion. This is my thought. They're going to put a high rise there. Maybe not too high, but high enough. And the apartments are going to be astronomical as they all are in D.C. now. You, I mean, it ain't even legal to live in D.C. You can make $40 an hour and it ain't legal to live in D.C. Because you're still struggling. You know, rent for one bedroom is six, seven thousand dollars in most places. I mean, you know, I my godmother lived in D.C. I lived with her for the first six years of my life when my mom worked. My mom, you know, worked two jobs to support me and my sister. And when mom's is off, mom's like, let's go. You know, my mom and dad both work. And she was like, all right, weekends. That was our time. That was my time to spend time with my parents, my grandparents. And mom's never sat still. Mom's retired now and still don't sit still. But being in D.C. and knowing these places, knowing these different things, knowing the heartbeat of the city, even as a child, you know, that progressing to a teenager, that progressing to a young adult, and you know the heartbeat of the city. And to see somebody come in and break that away. Yeah, yeah, That I, I do have a problem with that. And knowing that I can't afford to live in the D.C., in the DC, in D.C., because everything they build is so expensive. You know, $7,000 for an apartment, man, we don't even pay that much for houses. You know, but I guarantee you that's what they're going to put on that site once they tear it down. It's going to be apartments, high-rise, condos, whatever you want to call it. It may even be a hotel. But it's going to be something that does not serve people in the city to the point that they think it's going to serve them. You know, I mean, build a hospital if you want to build anything. Build a, a hospital, a a a. a urgent care doctor's offices build something build something that's going to serve the city something that 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 area of the city is lacking don't build a trader joe's or wegmans or or something like that don't build banks and total wines and smoke shops and cigars no don't do that build something that's going to serve everybody you know build a new hospital something but to tear this stadium down and if they go and they build high-rise apartments it will add to my disgust because it's nothing but greed as much as i love rfk stadium yeah she's falling apart she had a small fire early in the month things just ain't going right i don't want to see her go i would rather see her revitalize and my team comes back to dc that's all i've ever wanted I just hate it that it's the decision is in the hands of people that don't know the heartbeat of the city. They don't have their finger on the pulse of the city. And then, you know, now that the, the, the pulse is getting weaker and weaker because people that grew up in the city, you know, the, the, the older folks that were there in the 50s and the 60s and they lived on Capitol Hill, they lived in Shaw. 
you know, they lived in, 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 uh, 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 you know, uh, uptown and everything. They're no longer, they either no longer here or they done moved out because they, you know, they, they either got ran out because of the crime or they got ran out because these developers came in and moved them out to resell their property they own for way more than what they paid them for. You know, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I say that because my godmother lived 5121 4th Street Northeast, apartment 205, Washington, D.C., 211. She lived right at the bottom of the hill of Fort Totten Metro Station. When you come down the hill before you get to South Dakota, it used to be apartment complex there. I think it's maybe like two or three buildings left. And she moved in. April 9th, 1968. She's supposed to move in April 4th, 1968. But uh, the assassination of Dr. King stopped that. And the, 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 the ensuing riots stopped her from moving into D.C. And me and the boss BJ talked about this a while back. We talked about how growing up, we still saw, you know, we're, we're in the 80s. We still saw buildings burnt out from the riots of 68 in the 80s. You know, you saw a little revitalization in the 90s, slowly but surely. You really saw it in the, in the 2000s and the 2010s. You really saw the revitalization of D.C. And that, that, that was awesome because it, it brought back the brightness of the city that was once there. Now it's like, yeah, the brightness is there. It's all beautiful. Now it's like, okay, yeah, y'all been here through the 50s, the 60s, the riots, the the, the crack ep epidemic. Y'all been here through all of that. We done rebuilt the city. We done revitalized it. Now get the hell out. Yes, I take it personal, but that's how I feel. And it's like we don't have much of the DNA of the true city left just my opinion just my thoughts I mean it's not directed at anybody uh nobody's hearing my cries man I just I'm just gonna say that nobody's hearing my cries but uh it's gonna be a sad day when RFK Stadium goes I, I may be in tears that day so but uh, that's all the time I got. Let me let me go ahead and hop off my my soapbox and continue on my day. Y'all have a wonderful Thursday. Uh, just be easy, man. Cherish the landmarks and the beautiful things you got, cause apparently, if you don't cherish them, nobody else will either. So I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.